Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. It's Tuesday. It's June 25th. This is Jason Mizrahi, and I'm with Matt Stryker. Matt, how you doing on this Tuesday? Jay Bird, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm good. It was a beautiful day in my neighborhood. What about you? Pretty good, man. We had nice weather in New York on Monday. Had a nice weekend with the family. So I'm ready to get in this uh, Tuesday slate with you. Uh, we're going to start in New York. New York's pretty much been the most potent offense around for the last couple of days, and I expect that to continue. I feel like I'm on repeat again when I'm going to tell <laughs> you that New York is definitely in play, and they couldn't have a better matchup than what they have on Tuesday night. A soft-tossing lefty and a bad bullpen behind them. Clayton Richard is going against these Yankees, and it's going to be a slugfest. Um, there's only one challenge. The challenge is going to be which Yankees do you prioritize over the others? You know, Monday, San hit a home run, and Hicks hit a home run. Sanchez had an off night. I had some Sanchez shares, no Stanton shares. I had some Hicks shares. Um, it's just going to be tough finding which four or which five to put in your lineup. That's the only difficulty that I see. But you want as many as possible. So I think, you know, on a site like FanDuel, you grab four of them. On a site like DraftKings, you grab five of them. Um, it's that easy. You want the Yankees in this spot. Matt, do you got anything else, you know, in regards to these Yankees? Do you, do you have any preference on one righty over the other righty? No. So this is one of those things, like you said, it's like I was in Vegas the other day, and every store you walk past, it's like you know, 10 T-shirts for $7. That's what the Yankees are. It's like, just how many do you want? <laughs> it's how many are you allowed to have? And that's why I know on FanDuel, at least, I don't know how it works on DK, like you can't have more than, I think, four or five players in the same team because yeah, it seems like FanDuel. this. Four on FanDuel and five on DraftKings. So I think that's yeah, where you're so, going to be playing out. I mean, the, the Yankees, they, they played it 10 runs against Toronto last night. Like, just, just, just stack them any which way. And I always say this, man, in alternate lineups, like, just mix and match your stacks. You could put, imagine playing six Yankees in two different lineups. Um, I, I would look to see, I mean, Urshela, Didi, uh, Giancarlo, the, these are all names that are, will be in play. But I just want to see when the official lineup comes out later today. But, yeah, man, Yankees stack all day. Now, with Chad Green, he came out firing. Um it looks like he's going to get the start here. Yeah. You can't really pitch him. He's not going to last long. He had an impressive start you know, to the game last time. He went two innings and struck pretty much every single person out. But he's not <laughs> going to last long in the game. So you're not going to pitch any of these Yankees. It's going to be a bullpen game. And just stack up the Yankees by any means possible. Um, the next game, we're going to go into Philadelphia. Looks like Walker Lockett's getting another shot here versus Arietta. The Phillies blew into... Steven Matz and the Yankees, you know, I mean, the Mets did what they had to do to, to make it a competitive game. If you stacked this game as a full game stack on Monday, you were sitting pretty. Um, if you had the right pitchers, you were definitely cashing. It really came down to um, did you have the right guys in the lineup? Uh, Hoskins had a good day. Jay Bruce, Segura, Kingery, pretty much everybody in his lineup had a good day because they scored a bunch of runs. And same thing goes for the Mets, man. They, they've had a, a great season offensively. You know, give or take a couple days, but they they've done well um, as of late, especially guys like Alonzo. How do you want to attack Arietta though? Is he attackable with Conforto, um, with some of these righties in the lineup, or do you want to just play the the Philly side of things and grab Harper, Hoskins, Bruce, and maybe Segura or Kingery? So I'm gonna do a drunk uncle thing here, and I'm just gonna get belligerent. I'm just gonna become incredibly abrasive. I want you to ask me five questions, and then as soon as I give you my answer, you, you ask me the next one. So go. I don't care what it is. It could be, what would you have for breakfast this morning? Ask me five questions in a row. Wait for me to answer. Go. 
Bryce Harper hits a home run. The, the Mets stink. <laughs> Next question. Um, Gene Segura hit a home run. The Mets stink. Next when does question. Mickey Callaway get fired? Dude, the Mets suck. Next question. One more. Just uh, one more, I promise. It's, it's Hoskins not hit another there. home run? Dude, the Mets fucking stink. Yeah, they stink. I hate their faces. I hate everything about them. Yeah, Arietta, why not? If if uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of chalk on this slate today, but uh, if you want to, like I said, couple, you know, a couple of lineups, two, three lineups, there's definitely a play for Arietta here. Um, by the way, just one last thing, and it's super important. I hope everyone's listening. The Mets stink. I'm sure Scott's going to love hearing it. I'm going to make sure he listens to at least the first five minutes of the podcast uh, on Tuesday <laughs> afternoon because he's going to be crying in his room. Uh, listening to us bash the Mets. Um, let's go into Baltimore. Just to go back to the Mets side of things, maybe a lefty or two, maybe Conforto or Alonso is always in play. On the Philly side of things, sure. they came out pounding away, so I think you can stack them. Um, let's go into the next game. It looks like we have two guys I don't know too much about. You know, Logan Allen and Jacobonis. Looks like they're getting the start for San Diego going into Baltimore. Do you know anything about th- these two yeah. pitchers other than the yeah. fact that they, they haven't Jacob Bonus is not going to last this game too long? Um, yeah, I, on I the other it. side, I think Logan Allen, do you know much about him? Yeah, yeah, I have it up in my article. Like, Jacob Bonus is the best name in baseball. He's like a guy you owe money to. It sounds like what you probably did from 8th grade to 12th grade, knowing you, Jacob Bonus, Jacob Bonus. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a good pitcher. I mean, his ERA is a little deceptive. I think it's uh, it's almost under 5. It's 5 or it's under 5, 4.8, maybe 4.7. Uh, but he pitches on a crap team. Um, they, Logan Allen is, is like John Cena's best friend. Logan Allen's the hot new lefty kid who just came up. Now Paddock is back up. Stram's getting things together. San Diego's a fun team. I think Logan Allen is a play here. But like I said in my article, every time I do something like this, the Orioles just explode. Um, but yeah, again, if you find yourself seeking some value, I don't know what Allen is priced at. There's definitely a play there. And uh, Padre Bats in Camden could be a play. The only thing is... And you got to look this up because I'm in front of me. Is you want to see Yakabonis uh, as well as Oriole bullpen overall slider usage? Because the Padres notoriously can't hit the slider, and that was exposed in that Pittsburgh series. So go to Fangraphs and kind of just check out a Jimmy Yakabonis uh, pitch usage, his pitch value, see how much he throws his slider, and then look at the Orioles overall as a team. And then you can kind of pick some San Diego bats if you need them. Boom! What's up with analysis, yo? Yeah, I think Allen, you know, he's a little expensive on FanDuel 8,500. Jakob Bonus is not going to last long. I, I would side with San Diego Bats going into Hitters Park here. But, you know, I couldn't really be too confident playing Allen at 8,500 in the Pitchers Park on the road with the DH and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm pretty much going to fade this game outside of maybe some San Diego Bats if I, if I want to get some cheap bats in there to mix in with the rest. Um, the next game, we're going into Detroit. Got two guys that maybe pitched well like four or five years ago, but they're not going to last long in this game. You got Zimmerman versus Chavez in Detroit. If this game was in Texas, we'd definitely be stacking up these these Texas bats. But being that's in a, a pitcher's park in Detroit, you know, it's not as sexy as a game as it could have been. But again, you know, I want to take these Texas bats when they're facing righties, soft throwing, not so great righties, and Zimmerman fits the bill here. Guys like Mazzara has been on fire here. Gallo might be back Tuesday night, so check the you know check the lineup if he comes back. 
you might plug him in, but I don't like really going after guys coming off the I.L. So um, Mazzara, Chu, Santana, Odor, Guzman. You know, you want to grab these lefties whenever you can here. So, you know, check on this Texas lineup. I don't really like playing Detroit bats, so I'm going to stay away from the Detroit bats. But on the Texas side of things, the power lefties is where I'm going to be targeting. Do you have a, a take on Detroit or Texas from an offensive side? I don't think we're pitching Zimmerman or Chavez at all. Uh, I've always liked Jesse Chavez, but yeah, like you said, if I could get in Stewie Griffin's time machine and go back like on oh, three, four years, he's on Oakland, then maybe he's a play. Uh, yeah, you hit it on the head, man. Those Ranger bats are fun. Let me ask you something. Uh, Rangers or Mets? Who's the better baseball team? Uh, yeah, give it to the Mets, dude. Come on. Yeah, stink. Uh, Come yeah, on, there's, man. There's, uh, there's, Ranger, there's Ranger bats here. There could be a Jesse Chavez if you just find yourself like jonesing, like you're scratching your arm like a heroin freak in a movie. But that's if you're on your fifth lineup and you just, you know, you want to get kooky. But beyond that, you know, there's no pitching play here. But yeah, some Texas bats could be fun. No shot at Jesse Chavez. I don't care if I'm making 20 lineups. He's not in there. He's not going to last long in the game. The guy you do want, though, is in this next game. Max Scherzer is going sure. into Miami versus these Marlins versus Trevor Richards. Max is a clear-cut number one. We've been fading these top-end top, top end guys as they're working out for the past, I would say, three, four weeks now. Value plays at pitcher have been cashing in a lot more than these top-level guys. They've been disappointing. But this is what you want in a top-level guy, someone with a high strikeout rate, Pitching in a pitcher's park versus one of the worst teams in baseball right now. A team that's actually worse than the Mets. Um, Scherzer all day, cash games, GPP is viable. You're going to pay a pretty penny for him, but at the same time, you're going to get a guaranteed, I would say, 50 points out of him You know, on Tuesday night, maybe a shot at 60. Scherzer's in play. On the backside of things, Richards has been good enough not to really attack him. From the Washington standpoint, maybe a guy like Adams who's been swinging a hotter bat is in play for a value play. But I'm going to pick pitch Max and, and fade the game from an offensive standpoint. Do you think Max is worth every dollar at 12200 on FanDuel? Yeah. Uh, you play him until you don't play him anymore. This you, you said everything here, man. And also, if you make a lineup of Scherzer on top, and then you go, not so much dumpster diving, but you just kind of go, go to Marshalls, go to TJ Maxx kind of thing. <laughs> and you can find some really good bats. You could really make some cake today. You really could. Uh, but again, it is baseball and the universe could be, you know, crazy and it could not happen. But I just don't see it happening. And Max Scherzer is awesome. He's one of my favorite people in all of the world. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a competitor, man. He goes out there. With his two different color eyes and just he has, yes, he has he a mindset just to, to get into things. <laughs> so uh, we got the next game here. We got the White Sox versus Boston. Ended up being somewhat of a shootout on Monday night. Um, we got Price versus Buenelos, um coming off the DL here. Price's price got discounted at 8100 You know, FanDuel is kind of tempting you to take him. I'm not really going to go that route. You know, it doesn't really pose a, a great matchup, a great price point here. I think there's there's better plays that we're going to talk about upcoming with a better matchup, but I don't hate the price play here. I think it makes some sense here. How do you feel? Do you feel safe pitching price against Abreu and Moncada at home versus these White Sox, or are you staying away? Because he's been a little shaky as of late. He had a bad start in Texas, only lasted an inning. Five innings in Minnesota. Didn't really strike anybody out. He's coming off two bad starts here, but, you know, he's back at home. 
could be a good play at 8,100. Do you feel safe playing him against his White Sox? Ay, Dios mío, ¿qué es esa mierda hoy con Manny Banuelos? Manny Banuelos es mierda. Okay, so, uh, Red Sox bats here. What I try to explain to a lot of people is that the, the result of the game doesn't matter. Oh, well, they lost, or oh, it was 10-8. doesn't matter. You just care about what your players do. I, I think that Boston bats are in play here. Uh, no on price because of the fact that, I mean, look, he could show up and he could, he could stymie them, the, the Sox, but again, there's some bats in there where... I could go elsewhere. There's 15 games today. I can go elsewhere. If I'm going to pay up for Max Scherzer, then I can definitely go elsewhere from David Price. It all depends on what my lineup looks like. But, um, yeah, man, that's my bilingual approach on Manny Benuelos and Boston Red Sox. <laughs> I think I think these Red Sox bats have a shot to show up. You know, we've been waiting for it all year long, though, so I don't really love to play. There's definitely better plays that we're going to talk about soon from an offensive standpoint. Price is in a weird spot. 8,100 on FanDuel, where I guess if I mold the lineup and I really love the lineup, he's in a spot there that, that makes some sense. But I think there's better pitchers that, you know, we can attack. In this next game, we got Bieber at home versus Sparkman. You know, I was trying to attack Sparkman a couple times here, and it just didn't work out. Oh, no, no, Jason. Don't you make that mistake. Yeah, I don't made the mistake last time out versus Minnesota. He went out and pitched seven innings, one earned run, three strikeouts. You know, he got the win. He shut down Minnesota. He pitched tough against them two times in a row. Pitched tough against the White Sox as well. But he was coming off some bad starts. I don't know if we, we take recency bias here. And, and I'm not going to really pitch him, but maybe I'll, I won't i will stack against him here against Cleveland. Um, how do you? What do you know about this guy, Sparkman? I, I kind of have as a neutral spot both ways. I'm not going to pitch him. I'm not really going to stack against him at this point. Do you like Bieber? Do you like Sparkman? What's your thoughts here? Uh, so I, I, I talk a lot of baseball with my buddy, my buddy Ryan. It's it's just what we do. And I have to admit that I kind of borrowed that the Mets suck. Ask me five questions. They suck. Routine from him when we were talking, I was talking about the Royals. And he said, no, dude. So the game against Minnesota that you referenced, Sparkman threw 91 pitches. 61 of them were for strikes. Do some quick math. That's a 66% strike ratio. Two-thirds of the pitches were went for strikes. Is my math correct? Yes, 30, 60, 90. Okay, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> um, so do not try to attack him. On the flip side, though, Bieber is a good play to try to uh, go ahead and attack some of those royal bats. Uh, a guy like Whit Merrifield frightens me, but beyond that, I just think that it's the flip side. Most people are going to go and try to jump on Sparkman. I don't think you should do that. Or you'll get burnt. Oh, pun in the house. But yeah, man, Bieber, Bieber's the play here. Don't sleep on Sparkman. Leave him alone. And uh, if you're going to play anything, it's Bieber. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm agreeing there. Um, next game, we got Chicago. Um, Chicago disappointed. We, we, we saw wind creep up in Wrigley. We had, you know, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Um, Atlanta didn't really take advantage of it. Chicago kind of did, but didn't really blow up like we, we thought they would. Um, now we got Max Freed going against somebody I've never seen pitch as a lay. Um, looks like he's coming off one start where he pitched four innings against the Mets with five strikeouts. Seems like a young kid here. Do you have a, a, a book report on this guy? Do you yeah. know what's going on with him? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I got I got the four one one. I got with some. Give it say. to me. Give it to me, man. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna break out the seeds and the stems, and I'm just gonna take the nice buds and I'm gonna break this up for you nicely. You're gonna feel oh. fine. Uh, okay. The thing about Alzale is that he's the highly touted Cubs uh, prospect in AAA. He pitched to a an ERA under two. I want to say it was like one point nine, and his his strikeout to walk ratio, like I'm laughing right now, was forty strikeouts. To three walks over 28 innings. Like, just picture it. Picture the ratio and just see, like, that's fun. That's cool. If it was against anyone but Atlanta, this is a fun little play to play for this kid. But the Braves and Cubs are both very good baseball teams. Uh, they're, they're playing well. They're, they're, they're in postseason hunt. Uh, Max Free takes the hill for the Braves. Just this is one of those sit back and watch games. My money's going somewhere else. I'm just going to sit back and watch this game. This will be fun. Yeah, I agree here. You know, we, we don't know if Azale is stretched out enough that he's going to last long in this game. They If they told us they're going to give him seven innings, it might be, you know, a risk worth taking at his price tag of 7000 But it looks like it's a neutral spot for both of them. Like you said, sit back and watch the game. I wouldn't pitch them. I won't stack against them unless we have even crazier wind. But I'm going to stay away from the spot um, overall. The next spot is a guy that you can kind of maybe pivot off of if you want to from Scherzer, but Scherzer versus Miami is going to be a tough spot to pivot off to for somebody who's in the same price range, at least for me. But we got Garrett Cole versus Trevor Williams in Houston. Cole's in a great spot here, but nowhere as near as good of a spot as Scherzer. I think Scherzer's got a, a good 10-point floor and ceiling above him. And for $700, if I'm paying all the way up, I'll find I'll find the extra seven hundred. Go to Scherzer over Cole. Um, nobody, you know, nothing really tempts me to pitch Trevor Williams here. I think a Houston stack is in play. They're starting to get some of these bats back. Altuve hit a home run, you know, on Sunday. He's fairly priced in spots. Their lineup gotten a little bit stronger. So with him back and, and Brantley and Bregman, Alvarez is now, you know. Basically, he found his own spot. They're going to have a tough time when Springer comes back because they have so much talent in this team. But guys like Alvarez, Brantley, Bregman, and Altuve make for a nice little stack here. So I think all of Houston's in play. But I'm going to have a tough time playing Cole over Scherzer. Um, any reason to play Cole at a slight discount over Scherzer versus Pittsburgh versus Miami You know, with what Scherzer has in front of him? Yes, there is, my friend, because the price difference you stated is what, 700? Scherzer plus 700 on Cole? Yep, on FanDuel, yep. Okay, check it out. Do this then. This is what I like doing. So, all right, again, a lot of people I know, they play $5 games. They play $10 games. Not everyone plays the $100 game or the $250 buy-in. So, cool. You want to play like a $5 game? Play two lineups. On one lineup, build the freshest, coolest, dopest bat lineup you can do. And you'll be able to get Cole in there quicker than you'd be able to get Scherzer in there. So the point I'm trying to make is that if you can build a lineup that's just you know that much better, $700 better, you might have a play here with Cole. Also, don't forget, this is also kind of revenge. Cole was a pirate. He knows all those guys. He knows the coaching staff. He knows Ray Searage. He knows Clint Hurdle. Hey, look at me. You could have had me. It's when your ex-girlfriend walks in the bar and you go, oh, my God, look at how hot she is not anymore. <laughs> now I get the play. You know he's he's gonna be amped up here. He's at home. He should get the win. It's gonna be tough for me to to go ahead and, and grab him though. When I I think Scherzer's the better play here. 
But, you know, to pivot off in some other games, it definitely makes sense because I think other people are going to have the same opinion as I am. And Cole will definitely be a lot less owned than Max. Another guy who started off hot, has been cooled off lately and in some tough matchups is Blake Snell. He's going into Minnesota. Minnesota, on the other hand, has cooled off a lot, too, from a hitting perspective. You would think once he got Cruz back, their lineup will get stronger. With Snow back, they get stronger. But they've been disappointing me and a lot of DFS players as of late. So I think Snell is in, is in play here at 9,200 on FanDuel. Um, probably can't get the win. He's not, like, going to be as highly, you know, touted by Vegas as Max or Cole would be. But 9,200 gives you a $3,000 discount or a $2,700 discount um, from the top two guys. So... I think you got to think about Snell here at 9,200. You know, going against Minnesota's, like I said, who's been a little bit shaky as of late. Snell has the upside here. He's still a great pitcher. Coming off two bad starts, but, you know, tough matches versus the Yankees and the Angels, who were really hot. You know, so he can always go back out there and throw a 40-point game. He's going to be in the pitcher's park. Do you feel, do you feel safe playing Snell versus the Twins right now? So uh, I've been reading that it may not just be that bad start that we saw that there could be some kind of injury here. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the locker room, but that's enough for me to look around at the rest of the slate and say, yo, I want to see Snell get through the first second inning. And then there's other things that I want to think about. Here's the, on the other side with the, with the twins, (laughs) it's got nothing to do with baseball. I think it's a cool stat. Hulk Hogan, the iron Sheik. Rick Flair, the Road Warriors, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, Ravishing Rick Rude, all of them came through the Minnesota system. It's Vern Gagne's wrestling system. Uh, the, the Twins are hot. They're going to figure it out. You say they cool off a little bit. They're going to figure it out. All-Star break is coming up, and unless this team just implodes or collapses, they'll figure it out. Uh, it might not be against Snell, but I'm staying away from this game in, in all in all elements, and I got a ravishing recruit reference in on a baseball podcast. I yeah, I had no idea where the hell you were going. Now, just sitting back and relaxing and waiting to see where the hell Matt's going with this. But I like the I like the the wrestling plug. Whenever you can get him in, feel free to drop him. Um, Kyle Gibson, seventy seven hundred. Any interest there? No, I, I don't want to pick on Tampa Bay, and I don't want to pick on on Minnesota. What's been going on lately with me is good teams are going to hit, and good, you know good batters, good pitchers, I stay away. There's a lot more that I can pick on. There's Max Scherzer that I can go to. There's Garrett Cole I can go to. There, there's the Milwaukee Bats coming up against Seattle. I'm good. Yep, yep. Let's get into those Milwaukee Bats. Marco Gonzalez, a soft-tossing lefty. He's going into Milwaukee. Milwaukee got beat up by Cincinnati, but they came on strong the last game of the series, and the Bats started waking up. Gonzalez, you know, coming off three consecutive 30-point starts after a couple of rough ones. You know, he battled through Oakland, dropped 37. The Angels dropped 32. Kansas City, a weak spot. He took advantage of them. But it's going to be a lot different going into, you know, uh, Miller Park and, and facing these Milwaukee Brewers. They're coming in hot. Kane, Braun, Yelich can be played against anybody in the league right now. The guy's on fire still. Um, there's a lot of bats to get through. Grandal's been heating up. So I'm not touching Gonzalez. Milwaukee stacked firmly in play. Zach Davies. I'm going to stay away from him. There's no reason to, you know, to to attack him here. So I think a Milwaukee stack is is going to be one of your probably your top three, top four stacks of the day, just because they're they're so strong, you know, in general. Um, is Milwaukee creeping up as one of your top stacks, or do you respect Gonzalez a little bit more than I do at this point? 
I don't need to laugh. And if I ever meet Marco Gonzalez, I'm going to have to defend myself too. I respect Marco Gonzalez. No, I'm sure he's a very nice man. But beyond that, bro, like just, no, the Brewers stack is is my stack. And if you're content with having your SP give you 30 points in DFS, God bless you. That's nice. Ah, To me, that's not how I'm making you know, my car payment this month. It's just, it's nice, but it's not how I play. Um, also, uh, what was, yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. And to the listeners out there, if you can take a picture of a lineup, whoever can get the most brewers and Max Scherzer in the same lineup deserves to win something from us. I don't know what, but that to me is the challenge that I'm going to take on today. And I want to see what the rest of the folks out there do. Brewer, bat stack, Max Scherzer. Can you make it happen? I'm already making it happen. Uh, you you have some cheap guys here. You got if Aguiar gets in his lineup, um, it makes it even easier. Braun and Kane are only three thousand dollars. So if I go with those three and go with Scherzer, I got twenty eight hundred dollars left. So I can definitely even get a fourth Milwaukee guy. Let's yeah, see who I want here. Out. What are you rounding out with then? I would probably go with Arcia. Um, at shortstop, or if what's his name? If um, what am I? If Hernan Perez gets in, even cheaper. So I, I would prefer that. I would try to go with a hoping that Kane and Braun will start. I'm assuming Aguilar get the start at first base over Thames, and Hernan Perez will get the start at either second, third base, whatever they end up doing with him. Um, then I'll have three thousand dollars left with. The rest of the guys in my lineup, so I can definitely That's make a Milwaukee cool. stack with Scherzer, and you know, there's there's definite teams I can get with the average price of three thousand dollars to to make that you know work. So I think it's very possible, and there maybe you we you build win, a lineup like that, and we, we share a lineup. Okay, you win a win. Share a lineup tomorrow, or two. Maybe we night? will. Maybe we okay. will. Maybe so we'll I'll share it with you. a couple of listeners. I'll shoot you a text. We'll split like a $25 or $30, $50 lineup, whatever we do. But we'll split it, and then we'll meet somewhere for dinner, and uh, we'll, we'll enjoy our victory together. Wow. This is, see how this just became a whole thing? I just wanted a couple of listeners to take a picture of a nice little Brewer Scherzer stack, and now i got to have dinner with Jason. Yo, listeners, you got to help me. You guys all got to come out with us. I can't sit at a table with this guy for like an hour, hour and a half. He's just going to tell me how much the Mets are great, and i got to tell him the Mets suck. Next game, Jack Flaherty, <laughs> Chris Bassett. Um, looks to be a pitcher's duel. I love the price on both these guys. I think they have a lot more talent than people, you know, kind of understand at this point of the season. It's going to be a tough choice between the both of them, though, because they're, there's three guys that I'm eyeing right now or maybe four guys I'm eyeing for value. And both of these guys are the two guys, you know, matching up against each other. Flaherty's been really good. He's coming off a, a great game where I used him in Miami. This is going to be a little bit tougher matchup, but the fact that he's pitching in Oakland, a nice pitcher's park here. Oakland's been kind of weak. Um, they don't really worry me too much versus a righty. They're, they're more potent versus lefties. I think it's a good matchup here for Flaherty. He's coming off a start. Like I said, he dropped 40 versus Miami. And then Bassett. You know, he's a tough little dude, man. He's he's battling in games. He's averaging 30 points. Nobody's respecting him. Nobody's really targeting him at 6,900. I think if I want to drop down and get any bat that I want, I like Flaherty and I like um, Bassett. I just wish that one of them had the clear-cut, you know, advantage as far as Vegas goes to win the game. But I think it's going to be 
not a pick em. Actually, the game's in St. Louis. Um, so let me correct that first. But it's still a pitcher's park, so I, w- I would lean Flaherty for the win. Um, but both these pitchers make a lot of sense to me if you want to pay up for bats. Who do you prefer, Flaherty, Bassett? Do you do you do you worry more about the St. Louis lineup more than Oakland at this point, or does it not really make that much of a difference? Well, no, a couple of things. One, this is what I call a head case game. Both of these teams have some external issues that are going to be weighing on them. With Oakland, you have uh, Frankie Montas and his issue of being suspended. And now you have Blake Trinan going down. They don't know how severe that injury is. Now Liam Hendricks is the guy to own for saves in Oakland. On the other side in St. Louis, Jordan Hicks goes down. Uh, They're saying Tommy John. He says he might not opt for it, but. I think he's done. And then John Gant is now the guy, although Gant was just recently shaky. So there's a lot of external issues. But I have a confession. Ever since I started doing this with you, I always write down one game that you pick. It's usually a late game because I want to see how I am at the end of the day. (laughs) I got to tell you, man, you are always on point with these games that I would never think about. I would never touch this game. St. Louis, Oakland, which which Cardinal team shows up? Is Matt Carpenter awake? What's Ozuna going to do? Oh, look at Chris Davis. But you you put me on to these games, bro, and I got to thank you because I'm circling this game. It's, it's an 8-15 game, so depending on how I do. But, yeah, man, I hear your points. Flaherty's a good play. Bassett is sexy. Uh, there's plays here. I You're a bigger man than I am. I can't do it, but. At your advice, I will. Yeah, I think this is a game you want value. There's there's two other guys we're going to get to in these last two games, but I think this is where your value is. If you're not going off for Scherzer, don't, you know, don't take a chance on Snell. I don't really want to take a chance on Robbie Ray that we'll get into. Um, I think you drop all the way down, and if you tell me Bieber at 9,800 or Flaherty at 7,900, I'd rather take the $2,000 discount there too, but that one's at least close for me. So I think I'm going to stay away from bats in this game, but both these pitchers make sense. Um, the next game, Robbie Ray, guy I never really would want to really target in DFS. Too shaky, too inconsistent for me. And I don't want to target anybody versus these Dodgers. They're too good of a hitting team to really to really mess with them. Uh, Ray's going against Stripling. I don't know how stretched out Stripling is, but regardless, I don't want to pitch him here. He's been coming out of the bullpen. I'm assuming it's going to be maybe three, four innings max. So he's not really in play. Robbie Ray, like I said, not a guy I want to really attack. I think it's a stay away spot all around. Um, I don't want to really target these Dodger bats versus lefties. So it's a stay away spot for me. Do you have the courage to play Robbie Ray against these these Dodgers right now in Dodger in Arizona, or are you going to fade him with me? To quote my girlfriend in high school, I carry a ten foot pole. <laughs> I'm not touching this game. You can have it, bro. I'm not touching it with, with your 10-foot bowl. No, no, no. Yeah, the Dodgers are great. But Robbie look- Ray can, can fan like 15 guys. Yeah. I'm looking at his two starts versus the Dodgers this year. Better than I thought he would have done. He struck out nine in both of them. In one game, he got a little touched up and dropped 33 points. The other game, he dropped 43. So maybe you have to take more serious consideration into him, but... I'm still going to stay away. I, I know he's had a couple of good starts against him, but I can't I can't peg him for the win. I can't peg him to last six innings. Like you said, he might strike out a bunch of guys, but also let up four or five runs here. So I think there's better spots. I think it's a stay away game from both sides. The next game, though, you got Bumgarner, 8,300, in a great spot here. Great price tag. Pitchers Park versus Colorado. 
He's coming off a real bad start versus the Dodgers, but, you know, the Dodgers are roughing up everybody nowadays. He might not get the win, but I think he can get you a solid 30 to 35 points here, you know, versus Colorado. It's in San Francisco. So I think Bumgarner's in play. I think it's really uh, a tight window between Flaherty, Bumgarner, um, Bassett, and Heaney, which we'll talk about in the next game. I think that's where your value is going to come from. I think if you go up from there, Bieber makes some sense. But I think if I go past, you know, that 7, 8K range, I'm going to go with um, Scherzer. But do you, do you like Bumgarner and that average price tag of 8,300? See, I, I like when you tell us uh, what how many points a guy is worth because a lot of people listening might not understand the difference between a pitcher that gives you 30 X points and the difference between a pitcher that gives you 40 X points could be being in that little green line of being in the money. What I like to do when I build a lineup is I kind of get a mental picture of how many points I think each batter is going to give me. And then, like you said, yeah, Bumgarner's nice. He's a good play, but 30 points. I mean, I better have a banging lineup, a banging lineup. To go ahead with that one, um, yeah, no, I just I don't I don't touch this. Chichi Gonzalez, you're better off playing the unknown with a guy named Chichi against the Giants than you are with you know biting your nails for a 30, 35 point starter. My opinion, it's a good price. So do you have do you when it comes down to Bumgarner, do you think Flaherty and Bassett do better than Bumgarner? Do you think we'll get into Heaney next? Do you think Bieber is a lock to be better than Bumgarner? Well, nothing's a lock. Uh, if out of those pitchers, uh, what's the difference in price between Mad Bum and Bieber? Sixteen hundred dollars. You have to pay extra for Bieber. Right. Uh, again, it goes back. And to then Flaherty is seventy nine hundred, which is you know right there. And then um, Bassett is sixty nine hundred. So Bassett is a a big discount from Bumgarner. But you know, say Bumgarner versus Flaherty, who do you who do you side with there? Playing Oakland in Oakland. Uh, ah, shit. I'll go, I'll go Flaherty. Yeah, I think, you know, Flaherty at home, St. Louis is the better team here, better shot at winning. So he's probably a notch above. So it's probably a guy you want to grab. But I think the next guy is, is really interesting as well. Andrew Heaney coming in at 7,300. He's cheaper than the other guys. He's flashed the K upside, but coming off two starts where he, he doesn't really last long. I don't know if he's so stretched out yet. Coming in with an ERA over five. Tell me about Heaney. Can you trust this guy? Because we need somebody to to get 40 points. Is Heaney your man? Well, that strikeout flash has now put its shirt down. Because, like, after striking out, it's like 30 batters in his last three starts. I think he's only struck out maybe four over his last two. I don't know why that is, but something's up. Uh, I, I liked Heaney, but he just never really showed himself. Cincinnati is – who are they? Like, I mean, what are they coming? They sweep the Astros and they do all these things. I'm not gonna gonna mess around or, or poke them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Angels bats also have, have been sexy and fun. Molly's not good. You want to find some angel bats? You can. Uh, Molly has like an ERA over four, maybe four point. I'll look it up. Hang on. Yeah, he's got a four point one seven ERA. Um, maybe there's some angel bats there if you want to try to go high price on a Scherzer or a Cole. Maybe you find a little value on the bottom end of the lineup in a mini angel stack. I, I, you know, I don't know, but uh, no to Haney. For me. Yeah, it's tough, you know. So just to recap on his pitching, you know, I think it's a clear cut. Max Scherzer up top with Garrett Cole, you know, behind him. If, I, if I'm going to spend that much, I'll find a way to get Scherzer 
at 12-2. Like me and Matt were talking, you know, we're going to see about this Milwaukee lineup with Scherzer. You can still make it happen if you get a couple value plays and, you know, that have some pop. I think if you drop down for there, it's it's Flaherty, it's Bieber, it's Bumgarner, Bassett, and, and maybe Heaney. But like, like Matt just said, it, it's a little bit scary there to go ahead and grab him. Uh, I think that's your player pool for, for pitchers, though. If you want to take a shot in GBPs and go with Robbie Ray and hope that he goes out there and strikes out 10 Dodgers, go right ahead. You know, Ray's the ultimate GPP boomer bust play where not too many people are going to target him versus the Dodgers, and he could show up and, you know, drop a 40-50 point game because the dude is talented. From a stack perspective, we got to see what the weather is in Chicago. It looks like there could be some wind to deal with again. It disappointed slightly on Monday night. You know, at least from the Atlanta side, they kind of cooled off their bats. But I think they become, you know, one of the games to look at. Outside of that, we like Milwaukee and Houston to, you know, do some damage against their pitching matchups. And the one that, you know, people won't feel so comfortable in playing would be San Diego. But I think San Diego shows up in Baltimore, Hitters Park. I think they come in a little bit under own and they have a power potential with guys like Renfro Machado starting to heat up a little bit. He's going back to Baltimore for the first time. We kind of oh, forgot yeah. to mention that, you know, starting off. So a lot of people are going to play Machado just for that simple reason alone. I think the full stacks in order, Baltimore bullpen is terrible. They're as bad as the Mets, as we keep on uh, talking about. And I think Philly— You know why? You know why? Because the Mets suck. I think Philly is well going against those Mets. So I think from your stack perspective, Philly, San Diego makes sense. Atlanta, Chicago, if the weather's blowing out. And then Milwaukee and Houston— are the ways that I'm going to look to target. We're going to have a bunch of articles up on windailydfs.com, premium tools that get updated throughout the day, kind of pegging the value, you know, pegging the right guys that you want to lock in for your, your safe value cash games. And we're going to be in Slack all day long, picking out money, monkey night fight games, picking out pitchers, sports betting plays. We're doing it all. So make sure you jump in to our Slack channel, pay up for premium for 19 bucks. It's the way to go. And we'll be talking Baseball all day long in Slack from the morning I wake up to the game, you know, from the time the games lock up. And we're talking all through the night, talking about where we went right, where we went wrong. And uh, it's going to be a big slate. So make sure you do your homework, check out the site. Matt, any finishing touches besides the Mets sucking? <laughs> I'm really starting to like you, Jay. I'm really starting to like you, man. No, nothing else. All right, man. So, um, Good luck in your games, and we'll see you on Wednesday.